Hey y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about Skyscraper, 8th grade, Leave No Trace, and Whitney. I forgot we saw Skyscraper. How could you have forgotten that epic piece of film? I know. With me as always is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. What's up? What's up? Who is that? Just saw all these texts. Are you popular or what? Um, I know you didn't. When I texted you and said on my way, it didn't say red. Yeah. And I said, oh, no, he's asleep. Yeah. Um, what is, how's your life? What's going on in your week? Do you love closing or clo- or being late on Sundays? No. I told Steph, uh, like, we don't have to talk about it now, but mm-hmm. I told Steph, I was like, I can't close on Sundays. She pitched a fit. I was like, me and Adrian cannot be recording the podcast at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> I said, that's not really fair to us or our listeners. <laughs> We gotta move it to Mondays. No, you think? Um, Okay, so anyway, what's up? Oh, we didn't talk about the Emmys. Eh. Did you care? Not really. It's the same every year, basically. No Modern Family for the first time ever. That's kind of wild. Good. Wait, did Roseanne get nominated? Just uh, Laurie Metcalf. I was surprised only about John Goodman. Oh, yeah. But, eh. Mm. Oh. Who was that? Um, I was obviously just thrilled about Handmaid's Tale. Yes, of course. And You weren't that into it last year, huh? Handmaid's Tale? Yeah. I was. Well, you know, I never finished it. Because y'all watched the last episode without me. I know. And so I just watched the last episode. And we're not going to wait for you for forever. Um, I think three days is maybe not pushing (laughs) forever. All right. Let's not bring up old wounds. Um, The first thing we're going to talk about is Skyscraper. No, not the Demi Lovato song. Instead, the movie starring Dwayne Johnson. Is he no longer The Rock? Like, he'll never be The Rock again? No. Do you think he'll ever do something with that? What do you mean? Like, he'll, like, I don't know. Like, be on the cover of a magazine as The Rock? What, isn't that how they advertise Jumanji? It's with The Rock? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um... First of all, every article kept saying he's the biggest movie star in the world, and that just makes me so sad. He is. I know. Uh, Skyscraper is a movie about a skyscraper in... China. China. Um, And it stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Nev Campbell, period. And a bunch of actors I was not familiar with. Mm Mm-mm. It's about this man who is, uh, he's like offering some sort of security system, right? Or insurance... No, what's the word? Codes. Like he approves their system. Yeah, exactly. System. He approved their system. So he's in China in the tower, and half the tower catches on fire. So That's he's some like, plot. He's having if plot plot plot. He's having to climb around in the tower that's on fire. <laughs> You're so bad. I'm like the worst. I mean, first of all, it shouldn't have been made. <laughs> This is, they're testing us. That, this, Rampage, those are tests. No. Will anybody just go see anything? And the answer is yes. However, it didn't really do that well. In this market. In this market. It will, obviously, in China. Exactly. Where Rampage made, like, $400 million. Where this will also make the same. Exactly. Part of it is, he's the definition of oversaturated. He just had a movie out a month ago. He's going to have another movie out again. And he's doing the Jungle Cruise movie. He's the definition of a movie star. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. He took Rob Downey Jr.'s place. Yeah, totally. But can't act, you know? So. Yeah. I find him likable. I just don't find him an... Like, there, he's not a good actor. Exactly. So I would like him if he was, like, the friend. I don't know that I need him to be the main guy in the every movie. The leading man, right. The saddest part about the whole movie to me is that Nev Campbell was finally in a movie, and, and this, this was it. <laughs> I mean, good for her, because she was, like, on uh, Jimmy Fallon. Like, she did, like, a full press tour, and I thought... What is the last time she got to do this kind of mess? Right. It's been a minute. And she was great. I mean, she was fine in the movie. It's not like she was particularly bad. They had no chemistry whatsoever. I mean, they were not married. <laughs> what was the movie where the people had kids? Oh, I can't remember. There was some movie I saw not that long ago and they had kids and I was like, you've never met. I don't remember. Anyway, um... But yeah, they obviously had... And him with the kid, I didn't think necessarily they had no. any sort of... Um, yeah, it was really bad. The action was just okay. I mean, people were laughing. Yeah. I mean, look at the trailer. It's called Skyscraper. Like, yeah. it's like a joke movie. Yeah. So, definition of, like, summer, just, like, mess. Again, movie that should go on Netflix, this is one of them. DVD. That's where it should exist. No. It should come out as a Netflix movie. DVD. Not Netflix. No way. Okay, fine. Uh, next we're going to talk about... Eight. Anything else you need to say? It was fun. It I mean, you fell asleep and Patrick fell asleep. I didn't close my eyes once. Okay. I, that is telling. I closed my eyes for maybe two minutes. Not I, even. I happened to look at you. That's yeah, of all that course. Alana. I know. Um, yeah, it was terrible. Sorry, I just worked all day. Um... <laughs> Next, we're going to talk about 8th Grade. 8th Grade stars... Best movie of the year. What's her name? Elsie Fisher. Elsie Fisher. It's written and directed by Bo Burnham, the comedian. And it's about a girl in 8th grade, set in the present day. It's a comedy. Our favorite movie running time of an hour and 30 minutes. Coming of age. Coming of age story. But it's written very much from the perspective of, like, an actual 8th grader. Yeah. Like, it's very much all the jokes, all the technology is very much present day. So it makes it super funny. Um, yeah. It was incredible. I really, really liked it. I want to see it again so bad. Blake invited me to see it today, and I said no. Because <laughs> you just weren't feeling it. Uh, I think too soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I want to wait. I told Alana it'll be at the Grove in like two weeks. Yeah. Oh, wait, did you, did you, uh, I'm just <laughs> bow out. My, I saw finally yesterday my movie pass had surge pricing. Yeah. It, and I was going to go see Hotel Transylvania to kill two hours. And I was like, I'm not paying $4 to sit through that. Wow. So that will deter you. That will deter me. But the thing is like during the week it won't be surge pricing. But only the new, like that and Skyscraper had it. Nothing else did. Even Sorry to Bother You, which was technically a new movie there. Yeah, but it kept you from seeing Hotel Transylvania. Exactly. And I saw a bunch of people posting their stories like, oh, I'm not doing Movie Pass anymore. I was like, okay, calm down. But you'll pay search pricing? Uh, if we were all going to go like on a Friday night to see something, sure. I probably wouldn't like to do it alone. Also for a Hotel Transylvania. Uh, it was also 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I was like, why would I pay four extra dollars right now? Huh? Doesn't make any sense. Anyway, I didn't see it. Um, also, I didn't see the second one. Not that that matters. So I was like, right. Eh. Anyway, back to a movie that actually matters. Um, eighth grade had the highest per screen average of the year so far. How is that possible? 
um, because every showing was sold out, basically. And it only played in, like, five theaters? Four. Two in L.A., two in New York. What was the second one? The Arclight. But only, like, the real Arclight, not the other ones. But it expands in two weeks. I think it's going to, like, eight Real meaning Hollywood? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The only one that matters. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Um... But it was so funny. It didn't lose the funny the whole time, which I thought is really a compliment for a comedy. Mm-hmm. Most comedies that come out have dips, and they did have a dip in tone, but not as soon. But they popped right back into it five seconds later. Yes, the girl beside me was literally wiping tears out of her eyes, which I thought was maybe too much, but also <laughs> incredible. And the girl was just so normal and likable. Yeah, the more I thought about it, I was like, you ain't gonna do nothing again. I know, I kept thinking, it's like, <clears throat> did you hear that? I had a bubble in my throat. Um, yeah, well, I think that the girl in Leave No Trace, which we'll talk about in a minute, but like, she, it's the same thing. It's like, where do these teenagers go? She, Elsie Fisher has more of a shot, I think, than the girl from Leave No Trace. Oh, yeah. I really hope they push her for awards, though. Elsie Fisher? I, yes. Yeah. Just because I want to see her in... I don't know if she'll get it yeah. or get nominated, but I just want to see her, like, in that world. Yeah. I mean, she really is just some little girl with acne. It's like, you know what I mean? She doesn't, right. like, behave like a movie star. She's, like, normal, which I like. Like, Jennifer Lawrence was the first day. But Jennifer Lawrence looked like a movie... You know what I mean? She looked like the cover of a magazine. Right. And, like, n- not to bring up her body, but was, like... Very ready for it. This is like a little girl. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to say. You know what I mean. Jennifer Lawrence wore that dress to the Oscars. All anybody could talk about was her body. Right. We shouldn't be talking about women's bodies. So let's not. Okay. Uh, I did think, and I said this after the movie, this would be a really good TV show. Mm-hmm. Just to sort of, ex- there were so many things that they like hit on, but they only had so much time that I would have, I thought this could have been a funny, like, if it was like 10 episodes. Yeah, I wish. But who knows? Maybe they will. Who knows? If you, they do, I want to cut. <laughs> Exec, uh, consultant. I want a consultant fee. Anything else to say? No. Who is the dad? Still don't know. He was great. I loved him. Everybody loved him. was great. Loved them. Okay. Next, we're going to talk about Leave No Trace. Leave No Trace stars Ben Foster, which you probably are saying who, mm-hmm. and what's the girl's name? Mackenzie Foy. Was that her? I don't know. A new girl. I'm going to look it up while we talk. She was, I want to say, the daughter from Interstellar. Really? I think that is who that is. She was... So, this has 100 on Rotten Tomatoes. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. That's such a Eighth grade has 99%. It's not wild. I'm almost to it. I'm sorry, y'all. Thomason McKenzie. Okay, click her and see if that's the girl from... She looks very pretty in this picture. Interstellar. Um, no, but she was in The Hobbit. No. And The Boyfriend Game. I don't know what that is. And The Changeover. Anyway, it's very similar to Captain Fantastic in the... So res- corny. ...respect that... It's about a dad and a daughter who live in the woods. But they don't live in the woods like in the jungle. They live like in a public park, like less than a mile from civilization. So like when they want, like he in the beginning he takes her into town to get real food and like groceries. Right. Um, and they, But they live in the woods and he's like raising her not in school and that is it. 
So basically, they get caught and they try to adapt into the into like regular society, and it's about the girl and the dad sort of struggling with that. And he has PTSD, of course, because that's the cop out in every single movie that ever tries to be dramatic <laughs> from being in the military. <laughs> Um, it was just a riot. I liked it better than Captain Fantastic. Yeah, I guess is that so. what that movie's called? Yeah. Um, that movie really came and went. Anyway, uh, Ben Foster is in so many movies, but just never goes from being that guy that's in movies. He won't. I don't think. I always wonder, like, what is his? He's like, what's the documentary with the backup singers? That's his life. I mean, that's his life story. Totally. He has been in so many movies that got nominated. He's just never nominated. Sucks. But he's good. I do like him. He sort of has that. Uh, what's his face is married to Kirsten Dunst. Jesse Plemons. He has that Jesse Plemons sort of. Vibe. Yeah, that's true. And they've done similar parts too. Totally. So that doesn't help. Totally. Um, but. Wait, if I don't, this is a side question. If I watch just that episode of Black Mirror, am I going to be lost? No clue. I've never seen an episode, not even five seconds of that show. Because like, aren't they all different? Mm, I have no idea. I, <laughs> I can't even tell I you. I asked Sean. He watches. I know. Um, anyway, the girl was fantastic. I had never seen her, or I didn't remember her from anything else. But she was, she felt untrained, which I liked. Yeah, and, but on the flip side of it, I told you it felt like somebody was like, cry now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It didn't feel as natural. I don't know. There were some moments, like when they were in the house. I liked it. It felt a little forced. Yeah, I can see that. I liked it, though. It was an <laughs> interesting thought. Yes. I mean, the trailer sold me. Oh, yeah, for It was sure. a better trailer than it was a movie. Well, that was my, what I was worried about, eighth grade. I said, well, at least it's a really good trailer. Right. Did you guys exactly. Across the Universe? I never saw it. That surprises me, actually. Um, but that was like the best trailer of all time. But the movie's just okay. They're playing that in theaters again soon, I think. Maybe I'll go. Yeah, you should. I clicked out of the thing. Hold on. Um, finally, we're going to talk about Whitney. Whitney is a documentary about Whitney Houston that's approved by her family. But of course, now that it's out, they're saying it's not approved by her family. <laughs> they uh, talk about the cheeseburger? They don't. But they say her last request was a Sprinkles cupcake. So her assistant, who seems like she didn't really know her all that well, uh-huh. um, was sent out of the hotel room to go get her a Sprinkles cupcake. And when she came back up, she saw water all over the floor. Like but 10 minutes later? Um, however long. Sprinkles is not far from that hotel. Um, so in that time, she got a cheeseburger, a beer, and drowned in the tub. Yeah. Well, she probably left her with the cheeseburger and the beer. Damn. Um, I have two different versions of how I feel about this movie. I didn't see it. Just putting it out there. The me, Curry, I love pop culture and could watch literally any celebrity do anything side of me. Loved it. Like, it was, of course, very enjoyable and entertaining. I could watch people sit around and talk about Whitney Houston for six months. The, like, this is a real movie that's in theaters side of me. It was just all right. Like... There was a lot to be... Le- there was a. I mean, it's hard to boil down somebody's life into two hours. And the difference between Mr. Rogers and this, or... RBG- Compared to, like, Amy, which is another music doctor. See, Amy focused a lot on her career. 
okay. for the most part. And they did a very thorough job of documenting her career. But you have to remember, her career was only like three or four years. Yeah, but so then how was that so great and Whitney was that? Because Whitney, they just, they skipped so many things because they were trying to get through everything. Mm-hmm. It was like her career was boiled down to basically two or three years when she was super famous. And they skipped like the last 20 years of her life. And then they were like, and then she died. And they spent a good bit of time on her death. To me, it all boils, like, the thing that threw me the most was Bobby Brown was only talked about for, like, five minutes. And, like, even if it's not, if that's the truth, from the outside perspective, he was a very large part of her story. Mm -hmm. And, but, of course, they asked him about the drugs. He was like, I don't want to talk about that. And I was like, uh, why would you ever even agree to be interviewed if you don't want to talk about that? Um, But, like, her mom was in it, but she was only in it for, like, ten minutes at the beginning. Mm. Clive Davis was in it, but he was only in it for, like, two seconds in the middle. It was like they had, like, they had enough to sell it. They'd be like, we have her mom, we have Clive Davis, we have Bobby Brown. But they didn't just, they didn't give enough of those people. They The people that talked a lot was, like, her aunt, which was cool, but it just wasn't. Also, they skipped, like, they never mentioned The Preacher's Wife. They never mentioned, they barely mentioned her last CD. Like, they, like, brought it up very quickly. They talked more about the tour. It was just, like, they skipped around so much. They made very big statements. Like, well, this, she started doing drugs because she was molested. Mm -hmm. But who says that? Like, that might not be, have anything to do with it. That's unfortunate. Yeah. And it's also hard, and I do agree with her mom, in the one thing she was saying that, like, she doesn't support necessarily that they accused that woman of doing that when that woman is dead and Whitney is dead. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, we could say anything about anybody when no one's here to defend themselves or, like, it, it was a little... And she obviously didn't know that that was brought up until she saw the movie. Which yes. that was a mis... I was like, if, if they were making a movie about my daughter, I would want to see it. That I was participating in, I'd be like, I'll send it to my house. Right. I wouldn't be trying to see it at Sundance in a room full of strangers. <laughs> anyway, if you like Whitney Houston or if you like like pop culture kind of stuff, I'd say watch it. I mean, I could sit there and watch her sing for the rest forever and ever and ever. Do you think she's the greatest singer of all time? Yeah, bro. Okay. Um, our question <laughs> comes from Josh. He says, what is Netflix's worst original series? That's a good question. I'd say the biggest dive they've took from taken from beginning to end is Orange is the New Black. That show started off so well and had literally like jumped into a river that never ends. That being said, I've seen every episode. Um, I was trying to think like ones that I've started that I didn't finish or like didn't go with. I can't think. I think that would probably be the one because I remember. I, I remember singularly thinking, "I'm not watching this anymore." With Orange is the New Black. Yeah. So that has to be it. They have some really good ones though. Or even the show that I'm. I just am watching now. Um, Shot in the Dark. It's like this, like kind of real, kind of fake, uh, docu series about people that like film the like film car accidents, basically. Yeah. In LA. It's kind of like why would Netflix ever make this? Yeah. It's corny. But I will, I love it. The be- uh, what would you say is the best one? I don't know. House of Cards. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I haven't seen that. The OA. Mm-hmm. That show. Um, you never watched it. 
most spectacular homes in the world. It's like this two British people, this British woman, this British guy who like go look at these beautiful houses. Nailed it. Great British Bake Off. It's not a Netflix show, but it's on Netflix. <laughs> the best. Kimmy Schmidt. Eh. Yeah, I went to that. <laughs> I don't know. Now I'm like, what came out? And with an E. Have you ever watched that? No. Oh, I just finished the second season. It is so good. Um, that is a show like I, every time I watch it, I think I must be the only person in the world watching this. You are? I mean, literally. But I love it. It's sweet. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for your question, Josh. It's a great question. If you have a question, you can email us at let's chat with curry at gmail.com. Now your song of the week. Mine is um, Closed by Trey Schaefer. But, you know, I realize I don't listen to enough new music to be pulling a song out of my hat every single time. So I'm, I just got to, like, pull old songs now. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't. I don't ever think about it just, like, the day of, I'm like, this is a... Yeah. But then sometimes I don't have anything. Like, I don't always add new music every single That's what week. I'm saying. But Before, be I remember, I used to go through new music every single day. I go through the new release thing on Spotify every single week. But then some weeks it's all terrible. And I'm like, I'm not listening to this yeah. on the regular. Anyway, this boy, I mean, this, this song is not new, but he's great. You loved I, Ariana's new song? Um, my song of the week is uh, For All We Know from Pose. For all we
great song choice. If you haven't watched Pose, I'd say give it a week. You should give it one episode. It is so good. It got renewed for a second season, but I already have the Ryan Murphy fear. It's going to suck. It's going to be bad. His shows never, especially when he has like, American Horror Story sort of works out because it's new every season. Mm -hmm. And Joan Collins is on the new one. Don't say who. Just don't say it. I think then I don't say it. <laughs> I don't know who that Even, is. Oh my god. Okay. Um, anyway, that's fine. What are we talking about? Oh, um, Pose. If you haven't watched it, it's great. But Billy Porter, the guy who was in, he's been in a million things on Broadway. He's on the show and he sang on the last one. It was so good. It's a great song. But then they had another per song, and I was like, okay, I don't need 10 minutes of music. This is not Glee. Yeah, exactly. It's um, not a musical. And they were like within the same commercial break. I was like, all right. This week you are looking forward to. What are you looking forward to? Mama Mia 2, Here We Go Again. <laughs> are you excited? No. You don't have, did you not watch the first one? I've told you a million times. I know, but I just want to make sure that it's stated for the record. Yeah, I have not. Are you going to watch it before we go? I doubt it. It's on Netflix. <laughs> I doubt it. You should do that for Casper Movie Night on Wednesday and then go see the second one on Thursday. Mm -mm. How fun would that be? I'll come. We're watching Arrival. Okay. Great. Um, well, it's on Netflix if you change your mind. Okay. Or if you just want to put it on while you're like baking or something in the background. I'm looking forward to Generation Wealth comes out this week. I meant to tell you that woman is doing two Q&As at the Landmark <gasps> this weekend. And neither of them were sold out. Yet. Oh, I'll need to go. Um, it's a documentary about rich people. Yes. Can't when wait. does that Paris Hilton documentary come out? I don't know that there was one. She was at Sundance prom promoting it. Where she was like, interviewed in it. It's something with social media. I can't remember. Um, and finally, your goober of the week. Who's yours? Mine is 21 Pilots. Simply because they came out with a uh, single of two songs, Jumpsuit, I can't remember the other one, Something Funky. And they're both really bad. And I don't want to ever, I'm not ever going to buy their CD. Like, that's not going to be me. Right. However, I was expecting more. The singles on their last CD were so good that I thought they took a little bit of a break. Right. And when they came back, I was expecting like a bop. I don't know what's going on with the world right now. There's It's a weird shift in music right now where people are trying to get away from like very typical dancey pop songs. It's because Best Buy stopped selling CDs. Yeah, probably. But it's like people are looking for like what the next like wave of music yeah. is and so all these like big bat, like poppy people are putting out these like very mellowy songs and I'm like, enough. <laughs> I can only have some. I need like anthems yeah, exactly and i can only like i love megan trainer she's still giving me the bops but i can only listen to that so much like i need i need ariana to be like ariana we'll find out very soon i can already tell you i'm not into it no nope. me too three singles in i'm only into one of them like that doesn't even make sense <laughs> who's your goober i don't have one my goober should be StubHub. why did you not hear this saga about harry styles no we went to Harry Styles last night. Mm -hmm. Alana and me. She got me the tickets for my birthday like months ago. On oh, Stop I didn't Up. know you went. Well, we didn't. Are you joking? Okay, sit back. We get to... How, the, first of all, how did I not even know you got tickets to go to this? I don't know. I'm sorry I didn't bring it up. That's a very odd thing to not bring up. 
I'm so I don't know. Anyway, don't be mad at me. I didn't even get to go. So <laughs> Were you we get, so sad? Yes. <laughs> I can't wait. We get to the thing. Why are you thrilled? You're like Rob. <laughs> Rob sent me a video of Bette Midler laughing. <laughs> I was like, this is not funny. This was my day. We, uh, anyway, we get to the thing. They scan the ticket. They said this ticket is invalid. They you said got something, to the forum? Yes, parked, paid to park. <laughs> this is not funny. You are so cruel. We get up there, scan the ticket. They said this is an invalid. They said, oh, it's probably the way the printer did it. Just take it to the box office. They'll print you new tickets. We scan the tickets. And so we get to the thing. The woman scans Reese's because Reese also used the same printer to scan hers. Reese was going to? Yeah, but she got tickets like good. She paid like, we paid, a lot of paid like 40 bucks. Uh-huh. We were like in the top. Uh-huh. But the forum is smaller, so the top is still like decent. Uh-huh. You know, I was excited because Casey Musgraves was his opener. <laughs> anyway, we get to the thing. Reese's is fine. Uh-huh. So they let her go. Or like she hangs out with us until we figure. And so the woman st- takes a stamp that says counterfeit and stamps the ticket. And it's like, you need to call StubHub. So we called StubHub. Uh-huh. And they're like, we're going to refund you your money. Have a good night. Well, they, I mean, what are they going to do? Give you tickets out of thin Well, air? they said if there are tickets comparable, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. The tick closest, I mean, the cheapest ticket they had the night of was like $300 mm-hmm. on stuff. Up. We, you know, a lot of paid 40 bucks. They're not going to give us a $300 ticket. How did you not even mention this at all yesterday to me? You were, we were texting like nothing was going on. Well, you were asleep at 6 p.m. I was texting with Patrick, so I assumed the two of you were in the room together. <laughs> you met said nothing, of course. Patrick! <laughs> anyway, we didn't get to go. So we just got in our car and went home. That it was is the, literally it was the, so funny. And the thing I was telling a lot, she was like, I'm never using StubHub again. And I was like, you know what's weird? Like, I've used them literally more times than I've ever bought the real ticket. Yeah. Like, and they are so, and I mean, they were great. They gave us our money back in two seconds. And what could they have done? How is somebody selling a counterfeit ticket? Well, she said they probably just put it listed on the site like five times. I was telling Alex, I said, what would be the point in doing all that if you don't, like, because you're only making 40 bucks. It's not like we bought a $5,000 ticket. Yeah. I guess I really needed that. So we didn't go. I didn't get to see Casey. But then Reese FaceTimed me basically the entire concert. So I got to see a good chunk of it. And she had a better seat than I ever would have. So. (laughs) Just don't forget, we saw him with five people in his little. Yeah, but Alana didn't. (laughs) Sorry, girl. Oh, and we we will. That's an experience we will never like. That there are some LA. We're talking too much, but like there are some LA experiences. Like I'll never be able to take. Was she sad? You know, she cried. When she gets stressed out, she cries. So I'm saying. I mean, this is maybe something we can talk about later. But like, she was very sad. (laughs) I felt bad, and honestly, that her being upset. I can't believe I'm saying this, but her being upset took away me caring about going to the concert because I was like, okay, it doesn't matter. You're too nice. I was like, it doesn't matter. I would so would have been so pissed off. I know, but and I mean, of course, I was. I wanted to see Harry Styles. I wanted to see uh, Casey. I had my shirt on. Like I was thrilled. But what could I do? And I didn't want her to be upset because I was upset. So I was just like, it's fine. So we just went home and I went and got in bed. (laughs) I mean, it was so sad. All right, well, that's depressing. What a way to end. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. If you like what you heard, and we know you did, hit the subscribe button. Want more? Watch our videos at youtube.com slash C slash Curry Terrell. Follow us on Instagram at Curry Terrell and at Adrian J. Gomez. Follow us on Twitter at Curry Terrell and at Yo, Adrian J. Gomez. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash let's chat with Curry. Have a question for us? 
email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye, y'all.